0: You're listening to The Texas Standard. As what was once Hurricane Michael dissipates over the southeast officials in, the Florida panhandle continue to evaluate its impact. The Images show some communities utterly leveled. The death count at last check stood at 12, but that's expected to rise. After other recent storms like Hurricane Maria, which hit Puerto Rico and Harvey here in Texas, we're seeing that the official casualty counts don't always add up. Indeed, a storm death in one state might not be counted as such in another. So writes Sherry Fink, a correspondent for the New York Times. Why does it matter these differences in what qualifies as a storm-related death?
1: It matters from an individual level because survivors in a federally declared disaster can be entitled in some cases to funeral assistance. So it can have an impact on you know that person's loved ones. All the way to how officials prepare for disasters, how public health officials try to keep people safe after disasters, that's the importance of keeping track of these things, of understanding why it is that people die so that hopefully you can intervene and and prevent those deaths and future disasters.
0: But I suppose there's also, and it has to be admitted, a political dimension here too, as we've seen in the aftermath of Puerto Rico.
1: Well, absolutely. Uh, it, it has been, this number of the death counts has become extremely political because the long-held death toll was 64, and then public health research, you know, looking at statistics, showed that close to 3,000 more people died than would have been expected otherwise. So there was a real, you know, a big, big, big gulf between official numbers and what we think actually happened.
0: So, let me understand why it is that there isn't a consensus uh, on how you count deaths in the wake of a storm. Uh, Surely there would be federal guidelines. I mean, the Centers for Disease Control?
1: Correct. There are some federal guidelines. They were put out last year after Hurricane Maria based on, um, you know, a convening of lots of experts to look at this issue. But this is a long-held problem. It goes back many years, and researchers have been writing about it for many years. So this new guide that the CDC put out is an attempt to get right to the very person who fills out the death certificate and help them understand for purposes of keeping track of these things, let's have everybody do this in a standard way. And here's the big issue. I think we can all understand what a direct storm death is. Right. That is what we're seeing today with people who were killed when the winds blew and a tree fell on them, yeah. or you know, very tragically, all the people who are going out and driving into floodwaters and drowning that way. The tricky part is what they're calling so-called uh, indirect death. So this could be somebody who they rely on oxygen and they couldn't get their oxygen or uh, you know they were having a heart attack, but an ambulance couldn't get to them. And so what the CDC has recommended is that those be counted as storm deaths too. But currently those are typically missed
0: so um, you you spoke with uh, Harris County's medical examiner's uh, uh, office in Houston, uh, and of course they received a lot of attention certainly in the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. Did they explain what their policy or rationale was toward toward the use of the CDC guidelines?
1: They did. I went back to the Harris County medical examiner's office and said, "Now that the CDC guide is out, are you going to change how you look at these?" Indirect deaths. They said, "No, we need to keep doing things the way we've been doing them. If you loosen this definition, where is the line?" And so we'll just make sure that all that information on, you know, from our investigations are are in somebody's records. And um, unfortunately, though, if if it's not recorded on somebody's death certificate, if the storm itself, or the natural disaster, or human disaster, in the case of terrorist attack, mm-hmm. if that's not mentioned on a death certificate, it becomes harder for officials trying to go through statistics to really detect the relationship. And so it all does have to start with the individual coroner, medical examiner, or doctor. And I found that just everybody I spoke to for this article had a different way of thinking about it.
0: Tallying the dead, why a storm death in one state might not count in another. It's a very thought-provoking article by Sherry Fink, who is a correspondent for the New York Times. We'll link to it at TexasStandard.org. Ms. Fink, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out to talk with us on the Texas Standard.
1: Thank you.